Frosty Chino? That's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup free when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. Louisiana broadcasters are looking for the best of the best. Announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program. Two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1-800-364-7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entry is January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Kyrie is a master at what he does. Kyrie's walking around wearing a green jacket, working out with high school teams and college basketball teams and NBA teams. Like, he is that special, special of a talent. And when you think about what he adds to the Brooklyn Nets, that is such an extra pop for a team that, scoring-wise, is one of the most gifted teams there is in the NBA. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. Saints fans, did you see Eli Apple going bananas? Just Captain Gill, Jordan Kleber. Did he go bananas or is he right? Stinkiest, smelliest city ever. Hates the food here, by the way, too, Eli Apple. Yeah, it's, it says New Orleans Saints and their fans uh, over the weekend claims that he hates them. Mm-hmm. Hates, hates a strong word, by the way. Said he hates them more than Giants fans. Wow. Well, there you go. Oh, you know what's goodness. funny? We talked about Eli Apple and how we the play with Paulson Adebo has uh Eli who? Exactly. Um So I'm just gonna play one more time and I'm moving on. Just because literally every sports website network, you name it right now, is playing this essentially. Any word on what's going on with Sean Payton, I have to ask. You know, Sean, we don't know. You know, who knows? <laughs> we'll find out soon enough, I guess. I don't think any of us know, but he'll let us know soon enough. There you go. That's uh, owner Gail Benson about, what, an hour ago, Jordan, uh, at a media event. And that is being picked up and used as confirmation that there is doubt and uncertainty that head coach Sean Payton is coming back next year. Mind you, he's at the facility, but... Ian Rappaport and Nick Underhill from New Orleans that football, who was first to say that as well. Both did say, yes, he's at the facility, but it doesn't mean anything. He's just there. Stare. He's just there. Doing things. Walking around. Still thinking about it, I guess. I Whatever, man. I, he stays. He stays. He decides to leave Jordan. We'll be right back here on at 12 o'clock talking about should coach the Saints. I mean, I, it's honestly how I feel. I think he's it. in his office right now. You know how you do this? Hey, heads. I do this. Oh, you tails. Think just gonna leave it to fate, huh? I don't. Like overtime? Everybody wants to change flip, overtime. Flip the coin. Yeah. Heads I stay with the Saints, tails I leave. Everybody wants to change overtime just because of um the way the Kansas City game ended with Buffalo last night. Looking to the end zone for the win! He caught it! Ball game! Chiefs to the championship game! These two guys know each other! Unbelievable! This, this is just unfathomable! The Bills had won this game! It was over! Josh Allen with a perfect postseason! And Patrick Mahomes somehow comes out there and shows the world, I'm still here! Andy Reid! to the refs. <laughs> oh my gosh, one of the great games you'll ever see. Unbelievable, right? You're on a pickle this week. Me? Why am I in a pickle? Choose one. Burrow. Wow. Yep. 
Here's Mahomes. It worked out well for us this time, but uh, it's it, it sometimes it, it, whenever you got two teams going back and forth like you're going, kind of stinks that you don't get to see the other guy go. But uh, I'll take the win this time. Obviously, it hurt me last time. Um, and uh, you all you can do is play the rules the way that the rules are rules are explained, and that's what we did today. Hey, I'm in a win-win situation here. One of my teams. I'm I'm like you now. I know what it's like to be you, Mister. I just pick everybody. That way, I can't lose. One of my teams going to the Super Bowl on Sunday, baby. Either Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? What? It's not the same. No, it absolutely is the same. One is in the – well, was. Mm-hmm. He was the starting quarterback. Now he was with – he's not starting anymore. What? Mitch Trubisky. They were, they were, in, a di- they were in different conferences. One was in the I'm NFC. Good, man. One was in the- Take me home. I'm ready, Joey. By the way, this one lost the pole vote. This one lost, huh? Yep. KC wins. Back in the Super Bowl. All good, Jordan. All good. Well, LA this year. But yeah. Huh? No? And then, obviously, if the Bengals win. I could play this. Two straight weeks leading to the Super Bowl. What do you think? Stripes? You're getting a Burrow shirt. You better. I'm not getting one. You'll yeah, get you are. one for me. Uh-uh. Come on. Time to go to the jungle. Especially now that Sean Payton's leaving. Right? Come on, Jordan. What about Coach O to the Saints? What about that? Oh, my. Just end Coach the show O to the now. Saints. Just send the show. <laughs> why, why even do the rest you know of what? the I think we, I, I actually think we should do that. The day that he does decide to leave. Give me your worst choice for Coach. Come on. What do you think? Stripes, man. You like this song. Come on, admit it. You want it. See? This makes you feel better, Saints fans. Don't even worry about Sean abandoning you. You know, Gail Benson, the nervous laughter, very giggly. Just go all in on the Bengals. Do the Sean Payton. Oh, stop it. It, 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 when that day does come, and I'm not saying it's now, but when that day does come, it's, I would say it'd be harder to move it on from Drew, but goodness gracious, it seemed like a lot of people were ready to move on from Drew until this season hit. We, we warned you. You didn't know how Can good you had it. I agree that Urban Meyer would be the worst decision. At- You're going with Urban Meyer. I, dude, Coach O. I love Coach O. He would be the, no, the worst one. No, you said give me the worst yeah, one. Yeah, the worst one. Oh, yeah, the worst one, Urban Meyer? It'd have to be Urban. Who else would you like to coach your New Orleans Saints? The worst one? Or just anyone that you'd like to see? Just anybody. Who would you like to see? Who should be the first phone call? Sean Payton. Well, other than Sean, who are we calling? Hmm? Might as well call Drew Brees. Say, hey, you want to coach? Call Drew Brees. You want to coach now? I've I've always thought he could be a good coach. He 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 likes the family thing right now. They're in the broadcasting thing, so. I mean, if Kellen Moore's getting look season, yes, Drew Brees can absolutely do. Um, all right, you know what? I'm moving. I don't even like to talk about it. It's whatever. You, the look on concern on your face is it. <laughs> I just thought the Saints just had to worry about a quarterback this mm-hmm. year. Josh Allen on losing to the Chiefs. It's going to be one, one champion crowned at the end of the season. So that makes 31 unhappy teams and, um, you know, hats off. To the, to the Chiefs and what they did today. Pat played amazing. Um, got a lot of respect for him and, and the Chiefs as a whole. Um, you know, they made they made one more play than we did. That's, uh, that's what it came down to. Um, but I'm proud of our guys, how we fought, how we battled, how we came uh, came through and persevered over some things throughout the, the course of this game and the course of the season. Um, you know, and you know, it obviously it, it hurts. You, know, you don't like feeling like this, especially uh, back-to-back years at the same place. Uh, yeah, so... We got to find a way uh, to be better next year and and to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Dude, they played incredible. They played incredible too. Thought it had it won. A lot of people are bringing up the fact that that the, the Bills didn't squib kick it with 13 seconds less left. It would have forced the Chiefs to field it, then lay on the ground, give themselves up, and then that would have probably run three to five seconds. Rex Ryan was they all still, over that. They, I didn't understand. They still had three timeouts though. What do you think? There's cheating. They didn't call any. You have them if you don't call them. 
No, I'm talking about the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. They had three timeouts. All right. They called their timeout. They called two two of their timeouts. The first play, second play. Still had another one. What are you talking about? In the second half? No, at the end of the game when they, everyone was saying, hey, squib kick it, kick it to, to end the, like. Right. To, they had three timeouts. Yes. Right. So I don't get squib kicking, kicking it. I think. Well, it you, was, instead of 13, you have eight. You can't, you can only run so many you plays. You give up your, you could give up your body though. The referee still has to blow the whistle. Second it's touched, the clock runs. Give up. Who's to say that the player doesn't immediately catch the ball and give up their body? It's still two three. Sec- it, two seconds they're off they're the saying clock. saying it's still three seconds. How much time did they have to kick the game winner? Three. That leaves well, you with one second. All right, so you're, Come on. You're, you're thinking- I hate I hate that. <laughs> Shut up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Bounces. Deals. Deep down the right side. He's got Cup running down the hash marks. He reels it in at the 15. Cooper Cup has the catch. Tackled at the 12. Puts it down in game-winning formation. I wasn't I'm telling not, you to shut up. No, I know. I, you know what? I'm not even going to lie to you. When that happened, I, I might have let out an explanation. I did. I immediately looked at Carver, and I'm like, don't say that word. <laughs> That that literally just like turns me. I can't. I, I I do not like the Rams. Man, do I not like? The, I was so, and I wouldn't even invest in that game for a bit. I was like on a table doing some stuff with him, building some Lego stuff, and I, and then you know they started choking away the game. Brady ties it, and then I start cackling, just laughing. I'm like, yes, love it. Mister Pretty Hair Gelled McVeigh is just now he looks like, oh no. Because he's the first guy when you know when Cup caught that, he's just pointing, all smile, yes, yes. Oh my God, I can't stand them. I cannot stand the Rams. I honestly like it boils my blood. Can't stand them. So yeah, when they caught that, I'm like, are you serious? Just ram it. No, I'm a, just ram it. Did that song win? By the way. I mean, they won, so I mean, it should, it should have just advanced either way. Yeah, no, they advanced. Yeah, we got to play the song this week. Doesn't matter. Oh, my gosh. Here's Brady. Of course, asked the question after the game. Are you coming back next year to the Yuccaneer? Put a lot of thought into it, so, you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. Did you at least take a moment as you came off the field or, or at any time today to, to think about that, to think that this, this might be... Last time I'm out here? No, I was thinking about winning. That's kind of my mentality always to go out there and try to win. Give my team the best chance to win. What's the biggest factor for you, Tom? What will be the biggest factor for you in making that decision going forward? Truthfully, guys, I'm thinking about this game and not thinking about anything past five minutes from now. Jordan, back or not? Back, but not with the Bucks. Really? Wow. Okay. So you think he goes to another team? Unless they pull off some some magic to, mm. to a, keep all these players. So what do you buy? Obviously, look, that sounds different, right, than Aaron Rodgers after the game, after they were bounced out by San Francisco. There are a lot of decisions to be made and, you know, key players, a lot of guys who played the night, Brad Z coming back, Whitney coming back from a torn bicep. It's incredible. You know, the contributions we got from Dennis Kelly – we're outstanding. Obviously, Devontae is the best receiver in the league and his, you know, free agent, although they could obviously tag him. Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, you know, so many guys' contracts are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild if I'm going to keep playing. So a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. He was asked if they could still win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. That's a fair question. Uh, definitely what I've thought about. You know, there are a lot of decisions to be made and, you know, key players – a lot of guys who played the night, you know, so many guys' contracts are, are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. So that doesn't sound like anybody that's coming back, see right? Huh? What do you think? I, see you. See it absolutely. I was thinking um, I was going to play the song, but I just heard we got to go to break. I was going to play "Walking to New Orleans." Larry didn't think he'd come here. Would you take Aaron Rodgers? 
I mean, eleven and ten in the postseason. I don't think them. any, I didn't think any of these quarterbacks are coming here if Sean Payton's not here. That is very true. Boy, how things have changed. It's the sports hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Home health services in South Lafourche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Epic Fave 504. So way to follow Marlon Fave, right? Inside the Trench is the podcast. Marlon, how are you this afternoon? Um, I'm feeling pretty good, Gus. Um. I enjoyed the football games yesterday. I thought yesterday was probably one of the more exciting days in the NFL in a while, you think? No doubt. Uh, it's being talked about nationally as probably the best <laughs> playoff weekend ever in some games. The Bills-Chiefs game obviously is getting a lot of attention. The Bucks losing, the Packers losing, getting a lot of attention because the future of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But I want to start my conversation with you today about what took place in Nashville, Tennessee going down to the Bengals with Joe Burrow. They played to set up the game-winning field goal. Was it 39 yards, Jordan? Right side, Burrow hitting Jamar Chase. Double teamed, still found a, a space to get him. And a guy got sacked nine times, dude. I, I know you got to be happy being a Tiger. I was I was super excited to be a Tiger. And um, I know the Florida Gators were excited, too. Because Nick Pearson, man, his confidence going in there and make that last six play to win the game, to actually go in there and say, all right, buddy, looks like we're about to go to the AFC Championship before you kick this classic. Um, but as a Tiger, I'm excited because I remember it was about it was mid-2018, it was about October 2018. And, you know, of course, this is Joe Burrow's first year with LSU. And I remember being on the phone with my old teammate, D-lineman, Charles Alexander. Me and Charles love to talk football, obviously being former football players, but we always like to see what new LSU guys going to stand out, right? And he's like, man, I'll tell you one thing, bro, that that, that, that that Joe Burrow, and I said, oh, you talking about smoking Joe? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I said, man, he said, oh, yeah, because he's from down last year. Oh, yeah, my boy, let me tell you something, yeah, that boy's going to be something. And he was right, man. And, and to continue that in the NFL, Mm-hmm. Get sacked nine times the most sacks in the postseason game since I think Donovan McNabb with eight sacks. And to still win says a lot about not only his character, but his his grit. His grit to just not stop. And then, man, we ain't going to talk about that Whitmere fella, that West Banker, Jamar Chase, and uh, 
quiet but loud game, right? No touchdowns, but I mean, he, he had yet another game with over 100 yards. So I'm excited to be a Tiger right now. No, it's nuts, man. It is. I was thinking about this too, and it's something that Ryan Clark brought up this morning, and Dan Orlovsky on Get Up, and I was watching him because it was something that I kept thinking about watching this game on Saturday and talking about it, you know, with my wife as I'm watching it on the couch. I'm like. You sack a guy nine times, you you tend to think that you would get him frazzled, you know, out of sorts, the the quick feet, the the decision-making, getting rid of the ball sooner, that leads to an interception. Something that Clark and Arvlowski brought up. Got sacked nine times, didn't turn the ball over. He didn't fumble it, right, because of it. And it, it, it just, I, I don't know, man, being a defensive lineman like you, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, at some point, do you sit here in the sidelines and go, like, what do I got to do to get this guy, you know, out of, out of sorts? It's, it's frustrating, Gus. When, when you sack the quarterback a number of times or attempted to get some sacks or added some legit pressures, but yet he still gets the ball off. But yet he still doesn't fumble. It, 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 it could be frustrating. That, that defensive line for Tennessee, you know, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, someone he played against before at Mississippi State, and, you know, just the way those guys played up front yesterday, I would be frustrated because you know you had, as a, as a unit, you had one heck of a game. You had nine, almost double-digit sacks on the guy, and he still won. It, it's frustrating from inside the trenches, Gus. Um, I told you one of my more frustrated moments came from Rohan Davey. I, when we were playing arena ball, he was with the uh, San Antonio Talons, and at the time I was with the Voodoo. Mm-hmm. I hit Rohan six times, zero sacks in that game. So it, it just goes to show you, and this must be LSU quarterback, it goes to show you right. how, how tough it can be. Uh, you know, this is what we practice on. I mean, this is legit what I spend year-round working with defense alignments on, how to get after the quarterback, break down when you get back there. And to accomplish all of that, Gus, yeah. still take the L. But, yeah, they they feeling it this morning. <laughs> Arlowski also this morning – said it is the greatest turnaround in a franchise by one player, what Burrow's done with the Bengals. And I know some Saints fans got a little bit out of shape when he said that last week. Say, well, what about Drew Brees coming in in 2006 and helping lead the Saints to, um, you know, the NFC Championship game? I, I, I hear that. I, I still think the reason people say that, Marlon, is because that was the team's, the franchise's first road playoff win. Ever. Ever. It was their first playoff win since 91. And, you know, the Saints had won a playoff game. Aaron Brooks was the QB, you remember, and all that. So I just, I don't, I mean, I look, I do think it's overlooked that that season, that 10-6 and six season. But if you had to compare and contrast it with... Who, who do you think helped the most? Was it Burrow with the Bengals have done in two seasons, really a season and a half, or that 2006 season with Drew Brees? The 2006 season had so much significance for the city. Like, for us, we're just coming back from Hurricane Katrina. You know, Drew Brees was somebody we signed in that offseason um, with, with the Saints. So I think it was more of a feeling more than anything else. But people forget Drew Brees had an electrifying Reggie Bush, right? So as far as, like, having a – now, not not to take anything from Joe Mixon. I think he's a power back. But, I mean, I, I, I encourage Saints fans to go back and watch Reggie Bush's first three years with, with the Saints. I mean, the dude was phenomenal, man. He, he, was, he was legit – he, he was what Alvin Kamara is to the Saints now. And, 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 that, and that did help. Drew a lot, but for, and Drew had an offensive line. Joe Burrow, no real offensive line. We legit just finished talking talking about a guy getting sacked nine times and stuff. I don't think Drew could do that like that, in my opinion. No disrespect to Drew, Drew, Hall of Fame quarterback, but I just think what Joe Burrow's doing right now is more impressive than what Drew Brees did for us in, in, in 2006. It meant a lot. Don't get it. Don't get. I don't want the listeners to get me twisted. It had a lot of significance to it, but. In terms of impact, I mean, you got to give Joe his credit. You know, it, it is uh, incredible to sort of see that turnaround. And then I love how you said after the game, stop calling us underdogs. Look, why not next week, man? I think a lot of it with KC is can you come back 
emotionally from that? Is that a real thing, Marlon, that I know a lot of times media members and fans feel who can, can you bounce back from such an emotional win, putting that much effort in, try to do it again next week against a team that has really no, nothing to lose? Hmm, that's, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, if it wouldn't, if it wouldn't juggernaut Joe, I, I would think differently, but his skill set and, and, and the way he, he has this Tom Brady syndrome about him, right? And, and, and I know Tom is just this big time figure to us, and we kind of forget where Tom came from, but he wasn't the first choice. Joe wasn't the first choice. You know, you talk about comeback kid and grit. I mean, that's what Tom Brady possessed. Now, Joe's more athletic than Tom. Let's not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But it's just that whole comeback kid attitude that, I, I mean, I still think about this, uh, the Sal Pell uh, interview he did. So, you know, what's your message to, you know, all those. And, and just look in Joe Burrow's face like, yeah, they, they didn't count me number one. They, did, they counted me out. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, coming from a, a, a former, uh, you know, NFL undrafted free agent that that never really had a chance to show his full skills. That mean a lot to me because guys from the trenches don't really get, and I don't mean like on the defensive line, but I'm just talking about from, you know, making something out of nothing. And, and to me, Joe, Joe exemplifies that. I mean, from his background, you know, having his dad, the football experience, so on and so forth. I'm so excited for next week's game because you're going to have two quarterbacks who, who wants it and who understands it. And, and, and it's definitely going to set things off uh, for the playoff. I mean, for the AFC Obviously, the game that ended the playoff weekend was the Bills and Chiefs, man. Again, being a defensive lineman, when you watch the quarterback play between Josh Allen and Mahomes in the final two minutes plus overtime, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine. You, you have to just be sitting there going, what, what else could I sort of do, huh? What else could I do? And <laughs> even for a guy like to take it off the trenches for a second, and Josh Allen. I mean, this kid legit did everything he could do to win and just still couldn't do it. I think that was the most exciting part about the whole weekend, Gus, the fact that four games went down to the final play. I mean, you couldn't ask for for, for anything better. And, and, and what I look at more than anything else for that defensive line, like you look at guys like, like uh, Ed Oliver. He had a sack yesterday. Jerry Hughes was constantly getting after the quarterback yesterday. I mean, they did things. They did what they had to do to apply pressure. But it's just, I mean, you look at these two great quarterbacks and, you know, already the impact that Josh Allen has made and then what Patrick Mahomes has did, historically what he's did for the game. I mean, it it just really makes you super excited next week. But Buffalo, a lot of folks wake up on this Monday morning, uh, now afternoon, they feel like Buffalo got robbed. They felt like, Buffalo should have won that game. They did everything. You know, like I even saw someone tweeted, you know, Buffalo's not really – they lost the game, but they're not losers. Uh, I mean, the night that, that that Gabriel Davis had was phenomenal. I mean, it, it's so much this Buffalo team should be proud of. Right. I had to mess with my old uh, – not college roommate. Uh, his rookie year, uh, Jerry Hughes was my roommate and, you know, kind of mentored him his first year in the league. And to see him ball the way he does, it, it's right. great too. So, yeah, man, it, it was a good game. It was interesting to sort of look at what's going to happen this weekend, man. I'll be honest with you. I do not want the Rams to win. I, I'm fine. Jordan, I'm completely fine when it comes to uh, the AFC. I, I absolutely want Burrow. I'm all about the Who Day right now. If not Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, I'm cool. I, I do not care for anybody in the NFC. You, Marlon? I'm Like the NFC, I, I just felt like, you know, once the Cowboys lost, plus our Saints was out. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, okay, who's going to go? Is it going to be the great time or Aaron? That's all we heard. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. And then here we are. We look up. It's, it's Jimmy Jizzle. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford is just kidding the candy store right now. Because Lord have mercy being with Detroit the first darn near 15 years of his career, not getting no win. Okay. To, to being a part of uh, a team that, 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 that's making some strides here. But it, it's a, a lot of folks feel like, San Francisco has LA's number with six straight wins in a row. I don't know if you could beat a team seven times. We'll see what happens. Marlon, I'll get your official pick, sir, on Friday when we come back to it. Sound good? Man, that sounds like a winner, Goose. Let's, let's do it, man. I'm excited, bro. Can't All right. Week up, baby. <laughs>
Take care, everybody. Here we go. It's Marlon Favor at a Big Fave 504. Somebody to follow over on Twitter. Side of the Trenches, the podcast. When we come back, we'll uh, touch little hoops here with Daniel Salerson in lots of news today about the Sean Payton thing. So it's kind of um, what we've been focusing on. But Bells get back in action and I take it on Indiana. And then right after him, we'll open up the phone lines and give away some Pell's tickets. So start thinking about it. Can you go if you want to go? I'll tell you when over the next 20 minutes to give us a buzz. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? With nights getting longer, it might be time to refresh your headlights. You'll see better and drive safer. Why not try Sylvania Silver Star Ultra Bulbs? They have the furthest downroad light, and right now you can get a $10 AutoZone gift card by mail or email when you buy two. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or free next-day delivery. Get in zone, Restrictions apply. Hello, this is Discover. And we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. I'm not making excuses for Dak or anybody because I think we would be objective and honest about how we felt about something, especially if the body of work of that particular athlete didn't contradict what you hear in that moment when he is emotional. But typically after you lose a game like that where you feel a lot of pressure, right, from a lot of different ways, you just got the bag, your team is projected with the talent that you have to win the Super Bowl, you feel the pressure for your coach, Mike McCarthy, you feel the pressure for your owner, and Jerry Jones, you're emotional. Afterwards, though, when you start watching the tape and you're at home up until 4 o'clock in the morning, like, damn, and 14 penalties, that amount of 89 yards. You start finding the real reasons why you were in that position in the first place. And you go back like, all right, I didn't need to say that. You start looking in the mirror. Yeah, you start looking at things a little bit more objectively because the emotion is taken out of the equation. You can come back down to reality. TJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It's 106 miles to Chicago. Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Three of the next four games for your New Orleans Pelicans will be right here at the Smoothie King Center. Daniel Salerson will be on the call at Philadelphia tomorrow on a back-to-back. Tonight, though, it's the Pacers. Daniel, good afternoon. How are you? I'm great, Gus. Heading to the arena right now, so if I have to scan into the garage, I apologize for a second as it passes on my phone, but I'm doing great. There you go. I appreciate the um, – oh, well, you said he was on his way to the – were you at the facility earlier today? Just curious. I was not because uh, my daughter is still home with daycare being – that's a whole other story, but you know, today's the last day, so I was not there today. All right, well – It was worth a shot. I was just saying if, you know, happened because I know where your office is and I just – you know, happen no, to I wonder. Well, I don't I just, even know if it's still there. Well, I was just wondering, you know, if you happen to see somebody in the hallway, you know, or recognize a certain vehicle in the parking lot. That's all. I mean, you know, since we're. Oh, I yeah. get what you're saying there. Um, but no, I cannot, uh, I cannot give you any info on that. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, sounded like you knew. He kind of. No, like no, no. No, he didn't skate. He didn't skate by it. I mean, he didn't. He, I'm sure he would have gotten a, um, you know, Sean's packing. I saw Sean with a box. You, would you at least give me a. Sean is with a box walking to his car text, at least, if you happen to see it. Um, I don't know. You're putting on the spot here. If any of my bosses are listening here, yeah. that would not be a good idea. That's oh, exactly right. And that's right. I need, I need a source. I need an inside information because at least right now I can just, I could just say, well, you never know. And it's a report. That's how it works right now. You just I never he's know. He's to hide in one of the bushes with one of those camouflage things. He, he did say, I told him, I told him he needs to go full TMZ as the car passes down the street right there. Just 
launch a parade of 50 questions. Sean, are you leaving? Sean, has Jerry Jones called you? Sean, what's your favorite steakhouse in New York? I just, you know, just, just, just an entire, Sean, are you better with Joe Buck than Aikman? I mean, just, just throw a barrage of questions out there, you know, and then that's how you do it. Isn't that? It's pretty much been about two and a half hours here, but I, I do, I do want to talk about the Pelicans and Pacers tonight coming off of a win. A couple of days off, man. A couple of practices, maybe some time to hopefully heal Brandon Ingram's ankle. Huh? Huh? Yeah, well, not for tonight. He's out for tonight. Um, but hopefully maybe tomorrow. Um, that's been the nice thing about this week. I mean, well, we send you all the schedule each week. It was Monday, Celtics, and Thursday, Knicks. That was it. Uh, two days in between those games and then three days in between this game. So right. uh, the Pelicans have had the rest, making up for all the games that they've had earlier in their season. But they're also about to start six games in nine nights, Gus, with three straight back-to-back. So I know the NBA schedule sometimes can be nice, but right now, due to this uh, postponement that shouldn't have happened a month ago in Philadelphia, uh, the Pelicans are going to pay for it this week, unfortunately, with a – home road back-to-back, which you lose an hour tonight as well. So it's going to be a very late night for the Pelicans, but hopefully they can start things off with a win tonight. Got a back-to-back this weekend, but at least it will be at home. Denver and Boston, a chance for revenge in that game, sir. Following a, oh, what I liked was the first half. Coach liked the first half here as well, though. When you look at that win in New York, I think what was impressive to me was really the way that team sort of came out. And in that third quarter, limiting the Knicks to 15 points, you got that sense and feeling of come heck or high water, we're not leaving with a, with a loss here. Did you get that sense and feel when you watched that game? Yes. Give me one second as I scan in, guys. This is the live action right here. Hold on. Live yeah, action. Right. Okay. Well, you know, seriously, I, I think he'd send me. All right. Good news is they let me in, guys. I'm in. Well, so well, that's good. That <laughs> good. That's good. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, to answer your question, um, yeah, I mean, that was huge for the Pelicans. I think it started with Jose Alvarado, the defense that he was able to play, not only in that third quarter, but all night. I mean, the whole team, the 15 points. And keep in mind, the Knicks were as just as desperate as the Pelicans were to get a win because they lost two in a row at home. The Pelicans were looking to avoid a uh, three-game losing streak on the road and go back home winless. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, it was the makings of which team was going to be hungrier, and it just clearly looked like the Pelicans were that team. And it was a tale of two halves in all three of these games, it seemed like, besides the Knicks, I should say, because the Pelicans got to a good start against New York, but they weren't playing well enough to kind of get over the hump. And then finally that third quarter, I feel like they were like, all right, we know we can beat this team today. And they finally played well defensively. Devontae Graham started shooting offensively, and he had 12 points in that third quarter. I mean, those two things really combined to get the Pelicans that win and head home uh, with just a one-and-two road trip instead of a 0-3 road trip. Right. Um Obviously, one of the stories in that win was Jose and, and the way he balled out and, and, and really just, again, it was almost like a really good story, right? But at the same time, it was legit basketball that he was doing there as well. What do you think is his biggest contribution to this team basketball wise? Is it energy? Is it the passing? Is it his defense? I mean, the steals in that game? Uh, I think it's the energy and the defense that he brings, Gus. And I think, um, the shot, you know, that was his best shooting performance of his career, young career. I know it hasn't said a lot, but, you know, in these games where he's come in, off the, being the backup point guard, he's provided the steals, one or two steals per game. Um, he has the energy. He's guarding guys 94 feet. But the scoring really hasn't been there. He's struggling from three heading into that game. Um, really was having a hard time scoring. But you still needed that type of guy on the floor, the type of guy that Josh Hart brings in the starting lineup, the type of guy that Herb Jones brings in that starting lineup. But Jose brings the energy, and he and he brought the offense the other night, um, knocking down some shots, going six and nine, which is of course new career high as well. So, if that's what you get from Jose Alvarado every night, I mean, boy, you just added another addition off the bench that no one even you know was was thinking about getting. I mean, he was an undrafted free agent that signed a two way deal, and so I think that's what he brings every single night coming off the bench. You know what you're going to get out of Jose Alvarado, and again, it may not be 15, 20 points a night, but that's not what Willie Green's asking him to do. Mm-hmm. And if you have another guy that can defend really well off the bench as your backup point guard, you're just starting to have more trust in him as he enters the game instead of going, okay, here we go again. Who's going to be that backup point guard with Devontae Graham uh, going to the bench? When you look at obviously not having Brandon Ingram, I mean, look, you already have had to find a way to try to get some consistent scoring, three-point shooting, things of that nature. Who picks up the slack tonight, man? 
man, I think it's got to be down low in Jonas just because of the fact that the bonus yeah. is out and Miles Turner are out. So those are your, were your two guys, that your two front four guys that really gave the Pelicans some trouble uh, in Indiana on a back-to-back earlier this season. So for me, um, at least it starts with Jonas as far as working the inside-out game because you're for sure going to have to double him now basically every time he touches the ball. So your shooters like Devontae Graham are going to have to be ready. Herb Jones has been a lot better shooting from three lately, has to be ready. Josh Hart has to be ready from shooting. So it's going to take a team effort. There's not going to be just one guy. Um, but I think from a standpoint of who might have one of those games, I think it starts with Jonas down low because he has the ability to pass, but he might have some, some big opportunities to get some points or at least get to the free throw line. Daniel, I saw earlier this morning that the Pacers signed Lance Stevenson to a second 10-day contract. Uh, obviously, we're probably going to be seeing him play tonight. Um, what has he done um, that you've looked at probably just through your like reports to get ready for tonight's game um, for for bring, for them bringing him back? And what do the Pelicans need to do to, to kind of to stop him? Man, he, he's just revitalized this Pacers team, a team that struggled all season long. Hmm. Think about a guy that, you know, really made a, the biggest difference of his career was with the Indiana Pacers in that playoff run and, and blowing LeBron James's ear. That all came from Indiana. So in his second stint here, I mean, he's just bringing the offense that they really haven't had, especially with these guys out that I mentioned earlier. Um, you're just going to have to look for him. I mean, he's a guy that an ISO can, can knock down shots. He's got to hit wide open threes. So more for him is just his volume shooting. He's not afraid to shoot, and he will not hesitate to shoot. So I think it's keeping your head on a swivel, make sure someone is on him at all points because with him being on another 10-day contract, he's got nothing to lose with the way he's going to play because either he's going to be done with his 10-day or they're going to sign him for the rest of the year. So for a guy like that that has nothing to lose and is not afraid to let it fly, you just have to make sure that someone's on him the entire time. Because leaving him wide open, he's gone on runs by himself. We saw it a few weeks ago where I think he went on a 12-0, 15-0 run by himself. Um, that's the kind of guy he's certainly capable of doing, and, and that's what he gets to look forward to tonight. All right, Daniel, appreciate you giving me zero information on the Sean Payton news. I understand, though. It is what it is. You have a, you know, Pelicans game to worry about tonight, you know. You know what? I'll have my sources hide out there tonight. There uh, we go. That's what we like yes. to hear. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. No, uh, in all honesty, man, I, I like I, – look, I, I think it's going to be difficult not having B.I., but this team is – they've given me a reason to watch is one of the things that I've been saying in different phases, uh, Daniel, over the last several weeks as to where they are. So – I kind of almost like Sean Payton's Saints enjoyed watching Willie Green and his team try to find a way to win this week or this game, right? I mean, that's kind of been part of their DNA where you don't know and it stinks normally when you have big-name players not available. You kind of think sometimes it might be an L. But with this team, I think you kind of feel they're going to compete. Yeah, you can't ask for anything more from this team. Started 1-12, 3-16. And now are two games back of the 10th spot with certainly plenty of time to go. And you have to take these back of backs as at least you got to do is split them. Can't go on a losing streak. So if you go three and three in these next six, it's just taking one of each of these back to backs. So if you can get this one tonight, it's going to be a tough test tomorrow. Do the same thing over the weekend and the same thing next week at Cleveland at Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's all you can ask for in this tough stretch and, and just keep hanging above water and, and see where the, the tips may fall. The Salerson over on Twitter will be part of the Pelicans coverage right here on ESPN New Orleans. You're home for Pelicans basketball, 6.30, pregame, 7 o'clock, tip time. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it as always. Anytime, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, for sure. There he goes, D. Salerson. You want to go to the game tonight? Pacers and Pelicans. Now it's the time to do it. Buddy, we'll take your phone calls. The lines are clear. 800-998-1003. Pack. Uh, four tickets. They'll do sit together. Even though Jordan thinks it's funny to have a ticket here and a ticket there, a ticket upstairs, a ticket somewhere else. That's not how we do it. All four seats are together. I promise. If you want to go, give us a call. 800-998-1003. It's the Sports Hangover. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. 
An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Always on the run and short on cash? With a state bank and trust company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Poor Jordan. You okay, Jordan? I'm fine. Sean's, Sean's like a legal system. I'm still holding on to these alleys. What do you think, Jordan? Although Gail didn't help. Gail didn't help. Here we go. Travis. Either are you calling about your Lakers or are you calling to glow to me? What what's going on here? Although you are a Titans fan, how are you feeling? It's probably not not good for you right now, huh? I feel awesome. I knew we were going to lose when we had to defend on Ryan Tannehill. Like who didn't see that coming? <laughs> hey, look, he just threw another interception. <coughs> Ryan Tannehill. Um, <laughs> I I commented yeah, earlier. I, I, said, mean, I knew I, that was going to. I could see Aaron Rodgers going there. What about you? Yeah, that that would be a perfect fit for him, actually. We're only missing a quarterback. Oh, look, Ryan Tannehill just threw another interception. Another, another one, huh? Poor Tannehill. I want to go to the game, Gus. I call because my kid's a Pelican fan. You want to go to the game? Yeah, my kid's okay. a Pelican fan, okay. unfortunately. I'm surprised. I would have thought by now you would have brainwashed him in purple and gold or something, you know, and made him. I think he's oh, going. He, really he wants to go because he wants to go boo Lance Stevenson for what Lance oh, Stevenson did to LeBron. Is that in his ear. Way to bring a, a it up. That's ago. what it is. This is about getting at. You know what? It is surprising because you just called out of the blue. So did LeBron call you? Be honest. Did the LeBron find out that Lance Stevenson was playing in? He's like, hey, he's a member of my kingdom. You need to go boo the man that blew in my ear. I can't hear you, Gus. You, you seem to be breaking up now. Um, there's a lot of static going by here. Yep. See? That's, exact, that's exactly what you're going to go do, isn't it? That's exactly what you're going to go boo Lance Stevenson. You're going to wear your LeBron jersey tonight, aren't you? No, my kid actually is a really – he is a LeBron fan, but my kid really likes basketball, guys. Like, I'm not even joking. You know, I would, I would, I would tell you guys a ton of lies, but this one is actually the truth. Okay. He, he is a really big LeBron James fan, but he just loves the sport. He just loves okay. basketball, and I've been promising to get him to a basketball game. Okay, and Jordan, you're a Mitchell Trubisky fan, so you have no room to talk at all. That you is stay true. Out of all quarterback conversations from now on. That okay? is true. Uh, so sit in the know. corner every playoff season. Every playoff season. Well, I'll say this: set, since well, since your Lakers are, you know. Falling apart, and since this happened, waiting for Mr. Black to come back again. Tannehill steps forward, popped up in the air, intercepted. Logan Wilson's got it. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. I... Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, Gus. Well, I mean, like I said, since that happened, since your Lakers are in shambles, LeBron doesn't want to, you know, give a vote of confidence publicly on. The job that poor Frank Vogel and Russell Westbrook's doing. Hey, look, I can go yeah. see a real basketball team and a real coach today. <laughs> <laughs> Have you abandoned ship? I mean, that's that's wow. So, wow. LeBron's playing. LeBron's playing really well. He's he playing is. great this no, year. No, he is. He is. It's but like LeBron's thirty points every really game. Well, with nobody else. Uh, that, like, there's well, nothing else on that team. Well, like that he, team is he, terrible. But, but Travis, you do know he picked that team though. I mean, I, is, is, can, can we have a do-over? 
Can we pick it over? Okay, I'll give Please. you that. All right, okay. Well, you deserve to go have some fun tonight. The game's for seven, sir. Four tickets just for you. Y'all get to sit together as well. So hold on. We'll put you on hold. Then Buddy will uh, get your information, and you can go to the game tonight. And call me back tomorrow and tell me what you thought, okay? All right, no problem. All right, there's uh, Travis. Buddy, go ahead and put him on hold and get his information, and we will send him to the Pelicans Pacers tickets tonight as uh get to watch you. Hey, as long as he's pulling for the Pelicans tonight. I love I, I do love this. I do love this. You know what I love about Travis? He just said I get to go watch a real coach and a real team tonight. Th- think of what he just said. And you know me. I mean, you know him. He he'll tell you how he feels in the truth. Die hard Lakers fan. And he's doesn't care for Griffin, doesn't care for the Pels. He couldn't stand Van Gogh. Like he he's legit on it. Listen to what he just said. That kind of gives you an idea. Again, the, the Pels have lost, what, two or three, three or four, however you want to look at it. They did win, you know, against the Knicks. But what what does that say when you think about it? Again, that, that Travis is not, you know, he, he's about LeBron and the Lakers. It, it's kind of what I, I said. That's why I called phase four the... Give me a reason to watch phase, right? I mean, think about it. He wants to go to the game. And I do think while you don't have to win loss where you're at and you've had to, you know, suffer injuries here, here's again. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram injured with an ankle, still no Zion. But you have somebody that's not a fan of your team saying, Hey, that's a real coach and that's a real team. They've given the impression, haven't they, Jordan? They've given the impression that they're a team. Again, they play together, play for one another, going to give effort and energy. I've always said this. Fans will back a team that gives a hoot rather than a team that has all these celebrities and stars. That's easy. That's fun. It's easy to go to a game when people are winning. We know, again, I've said this before. I worked for the Station of the Saints, and we couldn't give away tickets. When you win, you can't find tickets. It's easy. So I think it is, again, another sign that things are going in the right direction when you literally, you know, Travis, I hope you don't mind me using you on this, but, I mean, it's it's true. I mean, here's somebody that is all about another team and uh, and, and, and literally just said, hey, I'm going to go see a real coach tonight and I'm going to go see a real team. That's awesome. Kind of gives you an idea, you know? And that's why I said that to Daniel. I, I don't know if they'll win tonight, but I know they're going to probably play hard. Somebody. I, and, and actually, it's fun to see who steps up tonight. Is it Herb? Does Herb lead the team in score? Is it Valanchunas? Somebody got to step up. Jose, like Daniel said. Jose. I mean, somebody's got to step up and play, you know, and make it work. So we'll see. Jordan, this time tomorrow, will your concerns... Be founded or alleviated or nothing. I think the Saints put out something funny. You think the Saints put out something funny tomorrow? Think Alex? Alex on Twitter? Wait a second. What? When does Sean Payton's movie come out? What do you mean? His movie. His Netflix movie. It's already out. It came out. It came out already. It, it did? Yeah. It, it came did. out already. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I don't think it came out yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. We played it. At least the trailer did. I thought the movie's out already. Well, I don't know about that. Why, why does it matter? What, do you think he has a taste of Hollywood? Is that what it is? I think once the movie started now. Kind of like, he kind of uh, likes it. He, he well, kind of likes it, huh? Kind of likes it. Could be in the studio at Fox. Hollywood Studios over there in L.A., part of the countdown show. You know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. Tune in 6.30 ESPN, New Orleans. It'll be the Pelicans taking on the Pacers. Coming up next, Matt Muscone, and after further review, we'll chat with you tomorrow. Appreciate you tuning us in. It's the Spin Sports Hangover on ESPN, New Orleans.